Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of the Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. It's another episode of the Brett Allen Show. Thanks for watching and listening today. We appreciate it. Today, we have a very special guest. We're talking Power Book Force and more. Uh, our guest today, Christy Lofton, currently can be seen on this amazing show as Jannard Sampson, but also he's been a part of some amazing other projects. Ballers as Kassan on HBO. Yes, uh, Empire. Uh, the list goes on and on. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. No, man. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate it, man. Definitely. I, I, I was mad that I couldn't do this sooner. Well, we're here now. So um, <laughs> the, the time has uh, prevailed and um, we're rocking and rolling. So, you know, I tell you, uh, this is very exciting because, you know, again, you've just been a part of so many great projects um, and, uh let's talk about this because this is obviously the most current and recent for you. Mm -hmm. How amazing is it to be on this show? I mean, to be a part of this power universe and to just be a part of this really massive universe and story. Yeah, man. It, it, it still feels surreal. Like, honestly, even though we're on gearing up for episode eight, so it, it don't, don't seem like it's been two months already of it. Like I just feel like such a fan still because I was a fan of this universe since the beginning from the pilot episode, season one, episode one of the original power. I've been a fan. So it still hasn't really all the way hit me that I'm a part of this. And like you said, up to date, I would consider this the biggest, like, you know, I've done cool shows and dope shows, but never at this capacity with this much responsibility and real estate and just freedom to, 
actually grow and develop a character. That's why ballers meant so much to me because um, that was the first time I'd ever gotten to develop a character because I was there. I, I think I did about 15 episodes of ballers. Yeah. Right around there. I was counting. Something, yeah. I, yeah. Something like that. So for me, I was kind of always the the one-off guy, the memorable guest star who would come in for that one episode and the arc was just so dope that everybody's like, yo, that's Kid Fofo from Empire. But in reality, I was in one episode. Yeah. You know, yeah, but everyone seems to remember that. But so when things like ballers happen and then power happen as the, you know, the sophomore, if you will, because ballers was like the freshman. And now it's like, all right, you graduated <clears throat> and they put you straight on the varsity now because you're on power. This ain't this ain't ballers. This power. The fans uh-huh. are just different. The fans are different. Yeah. I've never I think outside of Game of Thrones, I don't think I've ever seen this like before. Yeah, it's interesting. So we had um, Alex Leprion, who is part of this universe. Yeah, Effie. Uh, and uh it's interesting that you talk about the fans because I had said something deep into our conversation about the interview. I don't even remember saying it. And man, like people started emailing and sending DMS and really had a lot to say about this show. Like, and I, and it, it wasn't necessarily a spoiler, but it definitely sort of revealed a little bit. And, of course, we're talking, her publicist is with us, and we're not even thinking about this conversation, and people are like, please, please, please note on there that you're talking about the future of this character and things like that. It's crazy. And I was doing some reading about that, and it's true. Like, the fan base for this show is just amazing. You talk about having a lot of responsibility. I'm curious, as an actor, as a storyteller, how do you mitigate all of that going from ballers, which... I feel like you had a huge role on that show. Maybe, and they talk about you a lot in a lot of episodes. Your name comes up, Kassan this, Kassan that. And then, of course, you make appearances. But let's talk about this. Obviously, you know, how are you managing that? Like, what is some of your ways that you kind of deal with that? Because I can imagine if you don't have something, it could almost be overwhelming on some level, maybe. Yeah, so... What I'm doing now is I'm 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 uh, learning that I can't respond to everyone. Yeah, and, and I'm the person that had to learn that like the hard way because I'm the guy who does. Like I'm yeah. the guy. I don't care if if all it is if I double tap your uh your story reply or what you DM'd me and I just send an emoji of the green light gang or the arm or <laughs> I I reply to everybody but like this is when i realized okay no nah, bro you're you're on power now it, it it's almost impossible to reply to everybody so sure. like I just, I just got better with my discernment on which i reply to i still try to do as many as i can which is still a crazy amount but i think the uh level of responsibility that that kind of changed is the difference is and this is what the fans don't really know. You just assume because like you said, they, they mentioned Kassan all the time. It's Kassan's always in some. So you're mentioning his name, but in theory and in all actuality, Kassan was still just a guest star. Yeah. They, he, was, he was just a lovable guest star that they kept writing in, but he was yeah. still just a guest star. And I feel like I took that and, and kind of put a responsibility upon myself to, to create this persona of Kassan to make him stand with the people who were the leads, even though he wasn't. So I kind of feel like it was my training for power 
to when they actually did give me that responsibility and honor of being a lead, what we call in the acting industry, a series regular, you know, top of the call sheet guy, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, it like, that's, that's a difference. And to me, there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that to, uh, just as a fan, if I take me being an actor out of it, I, I would hope that the people that I'm fans of watching when I watch these movies and shows, I would hope that there's a certain level of respect that they that they put into it, because what we do, we're lucky. We get to play makeup and make believe and dress up for a living and create art and tell dope stories like, bro, we're lucky. We, we're not. Joseph likes to say it all the time. We're not curing cancer, bro. We're not. No, we're blessed to be able to do what we do at this highly of a level. So I feel like the least I can do as an actor who's been given that position is to respect it, respect the position. So I do the homework. I, de- I dive deep into the characters. I, I create those backstories. I-, I go to those places that he's from. I do it. Like I, I-, I really, I really like lock in and I-, I start the working out. I turn into Jannard. I work out every day. Chris, not so much, but Jannard <laughs> works out. Chris, not so much. But when I know it's time for Chris to become Jannard, it's workout season. Like, you got to respect that position because there's so many guys who are dying to be a series regular. When I was the guy dying to be a series regular, if you told me all I had to do was get my ass up and go to the gym every morning, I'll be there. So I got to think about that kid who who's dying to be Chris right now, the same way I was looking at another guy dying to be him. And I got to respect it. Yeah, you know, I bet it's interesting, too, because when you were on Ballers, I'm certain there were probably actors on that show that probably looked at you and said, man, I would love to just be a guest star. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. To get to that level, I mean, I have done stand-in work and background work when I lived in New Mexico, so I got to work on mm-hmm. shows like Breaking Bad and In Plain Sight and things like that. And it's interesting because, I mean just to be a background actor on any kind of show is, is cool. But yeah. then when you get plucked out of the group to maybe be a featured background yeah. or a featured extra, or they give you a line or you become a stand in, that's a big deal. So, you know, I, it seems like just watching you and other interviews that you've done, like I wouldn't say method is the term, but you definitely do like take it very seriously. When you were filming ballers, we've mentioned that a couple of times, you were obviously probably working on a lot for that too. I would imagine. Were you doing a lot uh, of that sort of thing for that show? Yeah. For ballers, I kind of tapped more so into a little bit more of myself, but a lot of my other friends, because in, in my, in my first life, I was a star athlete. I played football and baseball. Yeah. I turned down down a scholarship to college to keep acting. So for me, I kind of just tapped into, okay, Chris, what would have happened if you, didn't turn it down and maybe you did succeed and you and you were 24 years old with 45 million dollars in your bank account (laughs) how would how would you probably have acted and then you weren't the one who had the discernment enough to remove certain nuances and people from his life in order to maintain and keep that position you weren't quite smart enough to to do the things that Chris was smart enough to do, get rid of these people, don't hang around these people that much, time and a place for everything. If you were just still that wild kid, but you got 45 million in your account and you're 24, 25, now go. And and then so I would tap into that. And then I would look at some of my friends who did end up going to the NFL 
And then I just took some of my favorite players, their personas and their attitudes and just mixed it up with what I thought Chris would have been had he not grown up or had to experience that level of money and fame that young, as opposed to me being 33. That's why I'm glad. I'm glad I had to wait this long because I would have probably squandered it had I not. If I'd have gotten it at 24, 23, I'd probably be the guy on TMZ or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty big extreme, but yeah, maybe, I don't know. And it's interesting, you know, obviously this show um, is just intense. Joseph Sikora, Lily Simmons, Gabrielle Ryan, Tommy Flanagan. I mean, the cast is just insane. Um, And uh, it, it just... Again, going back to the beginning of our conversation, I, I knew this show was huge. I've been watching it, you know, since the beginning, really. And the fact that they've been able to take this and just expand it so massively is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the possibilities are limited as far as where you guys can go with the story. You know what I mean? It's just huge. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you said, this cast, bro. Amazing. Like, I hate to say it because it sounds cliche, but it's really the truth. Like, this is really the best cast I feel like I've ever been a part of uh, because of the simple fact that everybody had the same goal. I think we all knew the level of responsibility that came with it and what was riding on it because we, and we had all grew so fond of Joseph because he's the greatest leader. Yeah. He I've seems that way that I've seen on any set. Joseph Sikor is a true diehard leader. Not going to ask nothing to you that he's not going to do himself type of guy. And, and, and he's just a no nonsense. And he said it like from day one, when we, when we had our original like cast zoom meeting, when we were all like finalized that we had booked our respective roles, he brought us all together on a zoom and told us like, look, we're going to have fun, but there, this is a no, a no bullshit zone, no bullshit policy. Like we're, we're all here having fun. Nobody's going to disrespect anybody. I'll make sure nobody ever disrespects you guys. I'll have your backs. Let's have each other's backs. Let's do this together. We're on this journey together. You know what I'm saying? And, and he stood by that. He really did. Yeah. And to me, it was just a different, different level. And we knew that Joseph had so much riding on this. You know what I'm saying? Like this meant a lot to him. Like he's Tommy. He's the one that embraced this character for eight years, you know? So we wanted to do it for him more so than anything. After he led us the way he did, we felt like we owed it to him to bring everything that we could to this to give him that fighting chance that he deserves because he's a star and he's finally got his own show. And I think the show's just continuously getting better and better with every episode, you know? Yeah. It's interesting too, to be an actor like that, who's been on a series for so long to sort of have that kind of juice to get a spinoff or a second spinoff or, you know, whatever. I've heard rumors that they're working on some other things potentially. So it's interesting just to see the trajectory of this entire show uh, and just how successful it's been. And just, again, going back to the beginning, the fan base, you've been a part of, we've talked about ballers, you've done other things, you were on Empire, and you've had other guest appearances on other great shows. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, uh, so many different things. When were you, obviously we talked about you being a star athlete, that was kind of where you began. But where did the transition happen, uh, Chris, where you wanted to become an actor? Like, when did the shift happen for you and get bit by the bug? Well, that initial shift happened when I sat my mom down and told her, like, look, mom, uh, I know what we've been working towards this this whole time with sports. But 
I kind of think I just want to stick with the acting because I'd already done hardball. I did hardball yeah. when I was like 10 or 11 years old. So I kind of, nothing really, I didn't get the bug then because I think I was too young to fully be aware or, and conscious of what was going on for real. I just knew that it was something that I'd never experienced, never thought about. And I was hanging out with Neo and we were in a movie and I didn't have to go to school. We were getting tutored. I didn't go to my actual school. So it was just cool. You know, but then by 17, I started looking at it like, no, this could be a career. If I could play, if I could play sports for a career, why can't I do hardball a thousand times for a career? And so I started looking at it like that. And I was like, weighing the pros and the cons as if I go out here, get hurt. Or what if I'm not as good as I think I am? Or sure. what if I go out here and get hurt and I don't make it to the NFL or the MLB and I just have to go do whatever? I'm like, I didn't want that. I told my mom, I was like, mom, uh, you don't have to be Will Smith to not have to work a job. I said, I'm not doing it for fame. I said, I could walk down the street and no one ever recognizes me a day in my life and I can live a comfortable, normal life, but it can be on my own terms and I can live my dream and get paid for the dream and never have to punch a clock a day in my life. And I said, I don't have to be Will Smith to do it. And I said, yeah. I feel I feel like in the NFL and MLB, you kind of got to be either King Griffey or Tom Brady to really not have to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement for sure. That's yeah, funny. you know, so that's kind of when that original bug hit me. And then again, it hit just over the course of like more life because uh, sure. I, got, I got emancipated when I was 17. OK, I lived in Chicago. My, my family lived in Georgia. And uh, I was in Chicago on my own. I had my own apartment. I was like, I lived in a whole nother school district, but I didn't want the school to know. So I would drive an hour away just to stay, never not have to transfer schools in my senior year. I would drive every morning, wake up early and go wow. to my real school. And I, while working at Walgreens and going to football practice and baseball practice and going to auditions and doing, that's what I did my senior year. So from like 17 to like 22, 23, it was just a lot of constant, like just letdowns and watching, you know, watching all the people you went to high school with, get the, get the good job, get, get a house already, have a car, have kids and a family wow. and, and a wife and stuff. And meanwhile, I'm just still couch surfing and like with nothing, didn't go to college, didn't. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, okay. And now you're too old to get that scholarship. Don't is void. Now you're too old to go out there now. It's like, yeah, bro, you got to lock in. Not only are you, you, you're going to be an actor. It, 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 there's no, I want to be. Yeah. You're going to be an actor. Cause like, it looks like you've wasted too much time. And, wow. and, and now I'm watching everybody else around me. I went to high school with, and I'm just sitting there, you know, Facebook keeps you up with all the people, you know, in real life. <laughs> yes. I feel like Facebook is your real life. Instagram yeah. is the life you've created. And Twitter is your entertainment. Yeah. You know, so Facebook, the real life people is like all the people, middle school, even I got people I went to third grade with fourth. I grade. have friends that I went to. Yeah. First yeah. grade. That's that. That's what Facebook is. It's all your aunts and your old, your old yeah. eighth grade teachers and everybody. They're all your Facebook friends. So I would see that. And I'm like, oh, man, Brian, Brian just started a business and a company. He just bought an 18 wheeler. He. He got married. He bought a three bedroom house. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, I don't even have a driver's license. I'm 27. I don't even have a driver's <laughs> license. And so I'm just sitting there like, wow. And I just had to like, that's when it hit me. It was like, dude, if you spent 
the right amount of energy on this and actually take it serious and don't half-ass it. Stop half-assing it. Stop trying to get by on just talent alone and do the work. And and that's when it, that's when things started to go right for me when I finally locked in and just stopped relying on talent alone because I kind of did that with sports. Like I was the guy I would watch the rest of the team. They're over there in the gym hitting the weights. I'm the guy just walking around the track talking to like the dance team or the cheerleaders chilling, <laughs> but I know I'm going to start and I know I'm probably yeah. still going to, going to score 20 or I'm going to have a touchdown. And, and I kind of got by on that alone. Like Allen Iverson, we talking about practice. I was that guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was that guy at first, you know, I was that guy. Cause it, and, cause it worked for me. I was the guy who had the same headshot from 17 to 25, never got another one. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, that's why I don't like to give people my advice because everyone's journey is different. Yeah. My, you know, my method is not necessarily the key to it, but it was just my journey. That's how it worked for me. But then, like I said, I made that decision. I said, Chris, you're ridiculous. This is a 17 year old you in this headshot. And you're wondering why you haven't been a series regular yet. Play the game, do the work. And, and, and things started to work from there. Once I got over the the everything, stopped taking things personal, got over myself and just, you know, stayed the course and everything just started to happen. I mean, there's a lot of talented people in Hollywood in L.A., but the hard workers, I think, are what separates, you know, exactly. everybody down the middle. Well, it's clearly paid off for you, my friend. You've just done so well. And this show is amazing. I want people to watch it. It's streaming now on Stars, the app. If you haven't caught up on episodes, be sure to check it out. Uh, Powerbook Force, such a great show. Uh, I'm excited. Chris, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. Man, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. This is dope. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.